Blog Talk Radio. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Neil Infinite Make the Psychic Hour. We have a caller in the queue. We're going to be getting to more momentarily, and there's a plane flying overhead, so I'm just going to pause for a moment. It's still flying, but it's loud. Do you think that's interrupting no, the sound? Do you think it's okay? Um, again, the number 914-338-0164. And uh, we hope that our callers and listeners join us on Facebook. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic, where you may also follow us as well. So we hope that you do that. Anything you want to say before we get this, this no, caller on the air? All right. Hi. Hi there, it's Camille in yeah. Lincoln City, Oregon. Yes, I always get confused because you call from an East Bay number, but I realized it was you. Oh, I know. Where, yeah, where it's just so convenient. Where, um, where, I used to live in Oakland? Alameda. Oh, Alameda, Oakland. I, I live in Alameda, yeah. And I got this number five years ago, and it'll be five years in May. And it's just so convenient to keep the number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why change when you have Pretty a cell much. phone? Pretty much. But I do have a landline that obviously is yeah. my 541, but, you know, people You're, forget. I, I forget until it rings. So, last time we talked, uh, your daughter was having some problems with her teacher. Is that why you're calling yeah. today or something else? Yes, just giving updates. One of the Great. things, we have a parent-teacher conference scheduled for Thursday, April the 14th. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing. And the main thing, oh, I called you guys sometime in February. And yeah. not too long after I made that phone call, I had my first emergency with my asthma for the first time in 40 years. I had childhood asthma. I did not have any issues for until 40 years where literally it was the weekend where I knew the bookkeeper for the school was reaching out to me about the to settle up with payments. And that, that next morning I ended up in the emergency room with a severe asthma attack. And I went on oh, to wow. have two asthma attacks in three weeks. <sighs> yeah. So your yeah. asthma returns that you haven't had for 40 years, I mean, or had uh, symptoms. It's been like... I had not had symptoms. Yes. It, 
about as soon it coincided with the it it coincided with this decision about my child's education pretty much to the, the point stress? where at some point yes the stress the stress of it caused it i mean i would I, that's I my so. estimation and so now what's so. happening as far as your medical treatment i mean are you going back on like inhalers um yeah, the good news is things are different. Things are different than what they were when I was a child growing up experiencing asthma in like 1980 or whatever. Now you can have everything then was rescue treatment. Now you can take a daily like, controller. So after my like second, oral, it are you talking about like an oral medication? No, um, Advair, where you it's oh. an inhaled steroid that goes directly into your lungs. Out of an inhaler, like a powdery, it's a powdery thing that yeah. is breath activated. So it's not like albuterol, it's like a rescue inhaler. No. No, I mean, I have that as well because that's important. But right. after my second flare-up in two weeks, you know, in three weeks, they said, no, you definitely have the disease. You need this. And they prescribed that, and I've been taking it for a little over two weeks now, and I feel good. And I had been um, delinquent with my other health care, you know, needs, like routine exams. Nope, I had to get back on track and have been going to my appointments, getting blood drawn, making sure that everything else is in order. And that's been – it's what it is. It It feels good. But I know that I need a good, stress-free life. And it was a situation where in between the two asthma attacks, I had to get my daughter up and out the door for the school bus, and I needed my rescue inhaler to survive that morning. And I'm like, this is not cool. This is not fun. I should not be having. It should not be sending my daughter to this school should not be triggering an asthmatic response. So what, um, I mean, really sorry to hear that you've had these health issues. And um, so, I mean, it's unfortunate. Have you made any decisions regarding your daughter's, whether she's yes. going to stay at school? Okay. Yes, I have. Um, okay. I am in touch with an online, a free online program. I literally, the the morning after my second asthma attack, I'm in my bed, and I found something. I signed up for it. They contacted me immediately. So that's where I am leaning. I just have not told her teacher yet. Her teacher did tell her that she would be advancing to fourth grade in the next classroom, but in my opinion, it's too little too late, like it's been from October or November of 2021 that I've been in this really ridiculous head games with the teacher about where my daughter's progress. So it went from this woman not being very hopeful about my daughter's progress to finally, oh, well, she's passing this test or that test and she can go to fourth grade now, but the seed was planted a long time ago that's like this person is looking at my child in terms of my child not growing, not thriving, not 
developing. So I'm like, no, I can't do this. I can't play these games. So I, I intend to, when we have this scheduled meeting on the 14th, somehow go into that. Okay. Well, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just wanted to point out that she's got a broken four in her yeah. karma. So that's really, I mean, fourth chakra, you've got some problems going on with asthma. So yeah, that's, that's a karmic exactly. situation. Uh, what my point really? is, Camille, Camille, your your day is 13. Yes. Put that together, that's a four. That's your lung chakra. You're born in 76. Oh. That's a 13 yeah, four. four. That's your lung chakra. Okay? And your first and last are also a 13 four. Um, your daughter's going into to the fourth, fourth grade. grade. That's lung yeah. chakra. Yes. Uh, you said 1980 you had an attack or whatever. That's yes. uh, you were four, four years, years old. You were four years old. So you see, yeah. what we're saying is that everything that is happening is in your karma book. This was this is an alignment with things to do with your karma that is erupting throughout your life including the 1976, which is energy beyond the age of 34. Uh, this is all happening, not to mention 34 has a four, four in it. it. This is all happening because of the, the line of karma that spreads throughout your entire existence. It's there due to something in a past life. So there's nothing extraordinary if you go to that book of interpretation. The good news is this. You have in your code a 7-6. Now, that's the crown chakra in the third eye. It becomes a 13-4. But before it becomes a 13-4, its advantage is in a higher chakra zone of 7-6, not to mention that you are 7 by master number. So when you look at all that, really what you need to say to yourself is everything will work out. The karma I'm going through, asthma, my child, distress, is all related to karma that can't, we can't destroy. It's going to be there. But if you get through this with a, a good attitude, a simple, the simplicity is to remain optimistic. Don't go down. Just realize you're, this is the, the narration of your life. Then what happens is you don't get stuck on any one page to increase the karma. You just slide through the karma because your attitude gives you momentum. And then ultimately, this phase of karma will end and you will enter some other area of uh, complacency and, re- and well, the reduction complacency. of remorse and stress. Complacency is probably not the best. I mean, complacency is. Well, you, had, you need to equilibrium you need to maybe. yourself that this is not the stress will activate you to react. What you got to do is yeah. stress to say, you got to talk to the stress and say, I know you're here. Okay, sit down. That's fine. I'm going to take a, I'm going to go out late, sit on the couch and do my breathing exercises. You can be here because I know you had permission, but I'm not going to get aggravated over the fact that you're here in my system. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to be mellow and, and still stay grounded and, uh, Assure myself that the good will come. Then the karma says, oh, shucks, uh, my time is limited. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Question. (laughs) 
question. So is the asthma, I mean, you had childhood asthma. Are they deeming it as the same illness or are they saying this is adult onset asthma because it was in remission for so long? Are they checking your blood levels to make sure it's not like eosinophilic asthma um, in terms of like allergy no. related? They haven't even they looked? They didn't say. Let well, me tell you what they did. So I had the first attack. And they they gave me the steroids and the emergency breathing treatments, and then they sent me to the follow-up. He prescribed me a nebulizer and thinking, okay, that's all you need, and, you know, go to your, your um, doctor and see whatever. Well, then I had that second attack, and they're like, no, you just need – you really need um, a controller like Advair or something. So now he prescribed me that in the ER, and – I was he made the the introduction for my family medical practitioner and no waiting in line I I got myself through the door and they checked my blood they gave me an IV of magnesium they checked my my vitamin D levels yesterday they checked my potassium levels they've checked all the things and so just like to make the, sure I don't have okay. any deficiencies so they they did check I mean, because there's blood work yeah. that can be done aside from like what you're talking about, potassium, chloride, sodium, all those, I believe that's a metabolic sample, right? Yeah. And, but and I then did have, um, like the, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, where they took the levels maybe four days after the second attack and I still had elevated, slightly elevated um, white blood cells fighting off the asthma attack. Right. Because so, they took that in the hospital, then they took that um, four days later. But then when she went over the labs with me on, because I was just there Monday, she didn't find, she didn't say anything about that. It was just, you know, you just take the Advair. They gave me a six-month prescription. Well, probably, there, in addition to that, the eosinophils, those are in the, um, yeah, that's, those are that's the one. The, yeah, those are in the blood, blood count, the complete blood count. So they did check that. So they know, I mean, you They did check that. And did, have, you seen a pulmonologist? have you seen a pulmonologist? Um, no, that was not recommended. It was recommended to see my general practitioner. And mm -hmm. I saw, not my general, my family medical doctor. So. She did the general physical and, and the follow-up to the asthma attack and then gynecological, gynecological exam because I was delinquent with that. And they were checking me to make sure that, um, you know, your blood pressure goes through the roof when you have these, these emergencies. Yeah. So yeah. that became stable. And she just said, well, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. And I'm ambulatory. So if I'm able to get up and walk the beach, that's what I'm doing to just avoid, like, a condition you, that, you know. Are you over, yeah. I mean, are you overweight, like 30, 40 pounds overweight or less? Um, I'm five foot five. I am 200 pounds. They didn't make an issue of that. But, you know, judging by the fact that 20 I mean, years ago I was 120, but, yeah, I'm a little – I would, and they didn't make an issue of me being 200 pounds. When I looked through my chart, it's like, well, she is of normal weight. 
Okay. What's your build? Well, How, what's your build? I mean, are you more I'm of pretty, a I am pretty muscular, muscular athletic build. Yeah. I'm that's an athletic right. build. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I mean, that's you know maybe maybe you could stand to lose twenty pounds, thirty pounds, but yeah, it sounds like you're say. yeah. So I'm in the range, but it sounds like they've checked everything. The only other thing that I can suggest is going to a pulmonologist to make sure that it, you know every box is ticked as far as checking you out because they're the experts in the lung department you know a family practitioner is fine and yes they can treat asthma but you know it might be good to get a workup from the a pulmonologist the other thing is about the online program so we're unclear on that you're saying you found a free online program you plan to take your daughter out of her current school but what's the free online program is what 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 is the free online program is that an educational program for her or it teaches you how to homeschool yeah for her it's for her the above it's it's yeah willamette connections academy where the child goes to it's a virtual k-12 program that is online and if i need a computer for her they could provide that for me and she would go to school online i would just provide school supplies and they have um they address the complete child so if your child needs like a special education or you know IEP ISP services they can help with that and the child is in school just it's switched to online school not in person school but they have results it's a result you know driven program where she had might have the hopefully opportunity to advance more than she's being able to advance in her current environment what about um i mean she does extracurricular activities right so she would have still socialized it's not like she's going to be missing out on interaction with her peers because she does other things outside of school i mean you know yeah we just got through she was in she's in a play a children's theater company and when the play they do so like four plays a year you meet twice a week for like three and a half hours and then last week, they it was Tuesday through Sunday with the theater group, with the kids. It was just, it was, I know I was there helping out. So it was a zoo and Girl Scouts on Mondays. This child is not lacking for socialization with extracurriculars. Well, you know, you're, you're talking in such coded energy. Now, don't forget you are 11 years past your karma of 34 because you're 45, right? And, yes. Uh, and so that's 11 years past your karma. Don't forget, you've got an 11 in your 713. So uh, that 11 is nasty. It's a nasty energy. Uh, and uh, and there's an 11 in your daughter's year of birth. Uh, and then you go, yeah. my daughter's doing four plays a year. You see, this is coded so significantly in in the energy code of a birthday. You know how to look at it, and then with an interpretation that's right and a psychic eye looking at the code itself, all of this that's happening, Camille, is according to karma. There's nothing extraordinary in that context. What the good news is, that since you are 11 years at this point past the age of your karma, and that 11 is nasty, so 
You see, in a past life, your asthma attack you had, in a past life, that's when you died in a past life. So you go oh. through, yeah, you go through the Water. motions of that last event. Watered down in this current. Watered down, and also that you're just you're going through it, but you, but the new body in your soul gets to move forward because there's a continuation of episodes. So probably by July, by July, somewhere by there, things start to smooth out. So the thing is, I mean, as far as a recommendation for Camille and what she does with her daughter in terms of her education, I mean, things have changed in recent years. So a lot of online schooling, I mean, it's increased. People going to school online because of the whole pandemic issue. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my only concern would be the fact that she's not in the classroom learning. I mean, if I had children, probably I wouldn't homeschool them. I mean, that would, I would send them to school. Um, but, you know, in her situation, yeah, it might be you better. Know, what, you, what you weigh is doing teaching at home. So you eliminate the right. complications in public school. You temper that with the fact that she has other socialization going on with the plays and Girl Scouts and things like that. So you have to weigh what's more important. Do I take her out of the school system and give her the education at home to remove the stress and, and complement that with another kind of socialization process? Or do I keep her in school because it's more important to be, have that socialization process and fight the the demerit system of the educational system. But there's only one other issue, and that's as she progresses in age, the curriculum is going to become more difficult. And obviously, there's a guide for the parents on for this online school. But yeah. teachers, you get into a high school level, you're getting teachers that are specialized in their field of knowledge. That's why you have you know not one teacher for high school, but several different teachers for different subjects: history, math, English, and so on and so forth. And so for the parent, it gets more. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have a ways until then. Like I think if I can get her through school her point. right now and get her through the elementary yeah. process. And I then um, we'll see what happens for, you know, middle. But we have a good um, – everybody goes to the same high school, or there is something called career tech, which is um, – it's like an alternative, but the kids do things like they have job credits. and Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool-sounding – but we have so much time between now and then. <laughs> if I could yeah. get her through right now, yeah. The only thing I would say about a, sorry, about a vocational school for, for your daughter um, yeah. is that she's so artistic. I mean, it's probably better yeah. that if she goes to a school that is more well-rounded and rather than, you know, streamlining her into a school that's going to, you know, put her in a work, you know, the working class world. I don't know. That's they my might do lesson. something because I know they do something at that school with cooking. But I haven't really investigated it because, you know, she's only in need of fourth grade and the ninth grade. Yeah, she's so young now. Started, We're jumping way ahead. Yeah. Of course. But, yeah. you know, as far as cooking goes, making a living as a chef is very difficult. Right. I'm, but that's right. jumping way forward into the future. But, you know, being in a kitchen, you make much less than a server. 
you know, unless you're yeah. like some great chef. But anyway, that's so far in the future. I think doing the homeschooling now is a good idea and seeing how it goes. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. 12, 7, 2011. 12, 7, 2011. Well, you know, if you look at the code, Camille, <laughs> at the age of 12, when she's in the seventh grade, that's in her code. And your exchange of numbers from 12, 7 to 7, 13 is only a difference of one. But if we look oh, at that yeah, difference of one true. and compare the number systems, three and two, then we have a five, which is expression. So it's going to be okay. Your plan is a, a workable yeah, I think one, it's according work- to code. Definitely, definitely. And sorry, yeah, I mean, sense. that you had to go through all this, but at least you've made a decision pulling her out of there. I don't think it's a healthy environment for her. I didn't on the last show, and I don't think Neil did either. No. So I think it's a it's good not. decision. I mean, like, sorry to say, but I think um, the person who has been the teacher, I, I feel that she is a teacher because that's what was expected of her. Yeah, she and doesn't want it. If she doesn't want it, and if students are just learning by the book, that makes her job easier. But yeah. my daughter uh, needs something else, and the challenge was, I don't think I told you guys how – she, my, the teacher quarantined my daughter in October, oh, yeah. and my daughter could not go to school for 10 days. She was quarantined, and I think it was like, I think she just didn't want to deal with her for 10 days, <laughs> and yeah. next thing not I know, we were not, yeah, we weren't, we tested negative for COVID, but she turned us into public health wow. based on yeah. so-called exposure. I think she's prejudiced. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think. She's but, crazy. You know, that's what we yeah. talked about on the last show. Oh, yeah. So bad. It'll, it'll be a well, situation. And good for you for really protecting bad. her. Because some parents wouldn't. Yep. And 954, we're going to be getting to momentarily. We just hold on 30 more seconds. Yeah. A lot of parents, you know, the fact that you're protecting your daughter and trying to do whatever is in her best interest is, is commendable because some people would leave their daughter in the school and make them deal with it, which I don't think is yep. healthy. Anyway, no, Camille, good not gonna do it. thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, hope you're feeling better soon. I sure am. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Anything Bye-bye. you want to say? Okay. Bye. Nine, five, four. We're bringing on now. Hi. Hello. It's Valerie. Hi, yeah, hi. Hi. It's been a while. Yeah. And I think yeah. I have an email from you that I went unanswered and I feel so bad I've got to answer it. It's about it's it's feline email. It's oh, they so <laughs> Usually I'm so good about emailing back. So yeah, I apologize. No, it's no big deal. <laughs> so okay. So um, yeah. today it was Two years since my mom passed, so I was just wondering if there were any messages. That's or... your birthday. Her birthday. Pardon? Anyway. We have a... Oh, her we birthday, birthday is eight uh, twenty-two um, thirty-eight. Thirty. I remember. I remembered that she had eights. Actually, can you believe that? Okay. Well, you know the first. What, when you came on, I was getting some. I was getting bees around you for some reason. I don't know. Uh, bees, honey, anything going on with bees? Have you had honey lately? Do you drink honey? <laughs> um, um, 
I can't think of anything in particular. I was thinking of putting honey on my yogurt today, but I used something else. Okay. Okay, so there's something related to honey. You have that in your thought um, pattern. Okay. Yeah. You, so, uh, okay. Well, 22, 33.6. And she died today, two years ago. Two years ago. 2020. So it's interesting because she, her, her, her master number six, and she died on the six. But it would Mm -hmm. be 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. But it was a five. She died on a five. And you're 57 years old. Yeah, and I think I'm coming up on my, like, uh, master number doubled. Like, I'm going to be 58. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're going to be uh, going through a major change there because you're you're compounded at 291112. How old was your mother when she died? Oh, I think she was 81. Going to be eighty-two. Well, uh, well no. a fairly yeah. long life. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's 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 up there in, in the percentage of, of the longer life. And interesting that she was I'm born eight twenty-two, so eighty-two is her rounded-up age. Interesting. Yeah. Now, your message from your mother, as far as the Earth conversation goes, she's showing me a red rose. That's as far as the Earth conversation goes, meaning that. I don't know, were there, you know, it's not important, but were there roses at her, did she like roses? Were there roses at her burial site? Anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, she definitely loved flowers, roses. We used to try to, I always had, she, when she would visit, I often had roses here. And whenever I went home to visit, she always went to the florist or somewhere and had a couple roses in the room where I was staying. Okay. But so, we even tried to... Uh, propagate them with different things, like tried to plant them because they would always sprout <laughs> when she was here oh. in Florida, and we never did very well. But yes, um, well, that's and, her. That's her first yeah. hello to you. Okay. The connection on the earthbound stage is a hello to you by the linking of the imagery of roses. So she's saying hello, and she's probably got a variety of things she could throw out to make that connection. But out of that variety floating around, I pulled out roses, which was one of the things she was sending to you, which also includes kisses and all that kind of thing. It also is synonymous with the very bright red lipstick. Uh, anything there for you, knowledge? Uh, I don't know no. about that. <laughs> yeah. well, she's not a bright red lipstick wearer. You don't know <laughs> Maybe about your that. mother, you know, younger years? I don't know. You know, it yeah. could be cosmetics. It could be something... Uh-huh. As simple as, you know, cleaning your bathroom mirrors because they're smeared. I don't know. Oh, that what, could be. <laughs> oh, is that, what do you mean? Yeah, well, for interviews, oh, what, what do you mean? That could be. Um, I, well, I do have my bathroom mirrors smeared. And it was, I've used her, uh, she always had Avon, a lot of Avon creams. And I, oh. she had some Avon cream left when she passed. And I'm just finishing it up, there. Um, so maybe okay. it's the whole cosmetic thing. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so you're asking, you're asking about her, and, and uh-huh. you're hoping we make a connection. We've made a connection yeah. that her soul is present, and she's okay. aware of this conversation. 
and she's sending you love, and she's throwing down imagery and items to signify that she's here. Okay, great. She says that yeah. you're in Florida. Do you are you near the pier to the ocean? Um, I I'm not particular. I mean, you know, we're like 15 miles, but we, she used to stay at in Fort Myers Beach at a condo that my husband's family is in okay, his family he used to stay there, and there was a pier there. Well, okay, that, uh, you know. both items are inclusive of her presence. If you want to do anything for her, and I don't, this sounds silly, and you don't have to do it, only if you're if it's convenient, is to go to the ocean and cast in the ocean a a seashell that doesn't that is not inhabited by a creature. Even if you buy okay. a seashell. Well, she probably can find something. She's saying to do that. Oh, oh so we used she... to collect shells. I've got a ton of shells here. Yeah, she oh, yeah. Always, we used to shells. love to collect shells over in Fort Myers Beach, yeah. Then, there you go. So take one of those shells, she says. I don't know what this is going to do for her. Maybe she'll get, you know, high on it or something. But take the mm-hmm. shell, take one of the shells, and cast it in the ocean and say, I love you, Mother. Okay. That's what she's saying for you to do, if you can do that. It's 15 mm-hmm. miles away, a half-hour drive, I don't know. But yeah. that's what she's saying to do. And in return, she's going to use uh, – are there any framed paintings in your house? Yeah, one from her. She she painted uh, a little, and so I have one of her. I And she I do have one of her paintings in the spare okay, bedroom. So there we go there. After you throw that shell in the water, what she's going to do is she's going to take that painting and tilt it. And you'll notice (laughs) it's tilted. And that means I'm here and I love playing little fun games with you because I love you. Hmm. Okay, that's wonderful. Because last time we connected with her, she was like crying or something. And it was was upsetting to me a little. So I'm glad that it's... Right, and there was something about birds. I, I think. Oh, right. And my sister, yeah. So I told my sister to call in today, but she was on the road, so she's like, I can't. So you call in. So I was like, okay. So, so the only other thing I want to add is I'm seeing a library, library books. Does she was she a reader? Did she like to read a lot? Yes, yes. And when she came to visit me, there's a library uh, next to our community, so I would always go get oh. some books. For them and stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why that's coming in. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're connecting yeah. with her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice, and you're probably, I mean, you're, you know, in the healing process. It's hard to be without her because I know you really were close to your mother. Yeah, um, I've, I've been but, good. It just seems like longer for me. I don't know why. It's like it just seems like forever since she's been here. For you know, in one aspect, because I guess I miss her so much. It just seems like sometimes it's well, been twenty years instead. Or something. I'll tell you something, and I'll be a little bit personal here, Valerie. Uh, The former caller was named Camille. Mm -hmm. She lived in Lincoln City. I used to live in Lincoln City, and a significant person to me back then was named Valerie. Okay. So before you came on the line, I heard a voice from in the astral realm say, "Oh, Valerie's next," and I thought to myself, to the voice, I said. Oh, that's somebody I knew in Lincoln City at some at one point. And then I heard a laugh. 
And I thought, eh, well, you know, I talk to spirits all the time, so I thought, ah, eh, so they're playing games. Then you come on with the name Valerie. <laughs> That's oh my pretty God. weird. And I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because, well, when the caller came weird. on, and sometimes I know you usually say somehow there's a connection between the callers, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't have children. I don't have these issues that this woman's talking about. But I said, I'm going to call in anyway. When my sister's like, call in, I'm like, okay. Well, you don't have to, your call is not contingent on whether you connect to the I other know, people. Anyway. I know, I so know. I'm always, I'm always a little hesitant to call in. I don't know. I Why? listen to your show a lot. I don't know. Why? I don't want, but I mean, I listen a lot, but I just. Kind of hesitant to call. Well, you, know, you know, between Chris and I, our canine teeth are very sharp. <sighs> and if anybody gets a problem, <laughs> we use That's true. <laughs> We're kind of a brutal team when it comes yeah. to. <laughs> but no. you're okay. You're on our good side. Yeah. So you're safe. Okay, good. <laughs> so I'm glad, well, yeah. glad we could, you know, help you today. And don't be hesitant to call. Keep in touch. Valerie. Okay, I will. And thank okay. you so much. Tell your sister hello. I will. Have a wonderful okay. day. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I'm a little spaced out today. Well, you know, Froggy. You, you, when you when you have this third ear and you get to hear the astral realm conversations, um, it gets a yeah, sometimes it's a little annoying because the, the, it's like you're you, you have you have an earphone and you're hearing listening to somebody's conversation, two way conversation, and you're just sitting there listening to it while you're talking to people or mm. thinking. Yeah, but it's just one of the prices one pays. I don't know. That's all I, I, I mean, it's not a price. I don't think you pay. I mean, it's something. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really. Well, you no, know, I got a bill for the astral realm for a long distance calls, and I to be able to pay for it. Yeah. Twelve dollars. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, talking about the astral realm, uh, it, I have found that it's such a deep area of communication. It's a busy highway, like the ship. You know, it's a shame in our ship lanes and cargo lanes and whatnot. The noise factor is so disturbing that the whales and some of the other fish cannot communicate properly. It's like living on a, on a, in a racetrack, more or less a freeway, and trying to talk on the phone while you're sitting in the middle of the racetrack. And cars are not going to go run you down, but you're in that area. The, the whales, that's the astral realm to the whales. They don't know what those sounds are. The sonar, their sonar equipment is absolutely damaged. And whales wash up on shore. They lose their ability to uh, communicate with their pod. With, with their pod, and they can't. They can't, their offspring, they can't manage to have any kind of sexual uh, communication. That they are, whales are somewhat tribal. They, they work in tribal energy, meaning that there's pods and things like that. And so they're, they cannot 
hear anything. So, and what they, but, but in a replacement in of that, they the, hear white noise that is almost like machinery going constantly. So they can, well, they, they can hear, their, their hearing is not impeded in terms of their physical well, hearing. Well, their hearing is damaged. They're damaged, it's, but it's because of environmental, yeah. environmental reasons. They become deaf by it. That's terrible. Oh, my God. But, That's terrible. But the, uh, so, so there is an, if you will, there is an astral realm in the sea. There's an astral realm in the sky. Bees cannot navigate because of the pollutants and the toxins. They, they can't, they, and when they ingest these things, they, they lose their ability to even find their way yeah. back to their nest. Can you imagine leaving your home, going to the grocery store, taking a breath of air at your car, and then you don't know how to get home? Well, and you're I, lost. The, the, yeah, that happens with people who have like dementia and Alzheimer's. Yeah, but unfortunately, this is to be, well, and, yeah, and because sorry to interject, but it's because of toxins that people yeah. are putting into the environment, like pesticides to kill spiders and yeah. whatever other insects that you don't want on your property. Those I mean, obviously, jerks out there that think that they should spray their house so spiders aren't around or ants or whatever. I mean, there's a reason to do it if they're destroying your home, but for God's sakes, to spray insect spray so that lizards and bees and Birds natural that insects, eat that, those that insects are cultivate the soil to the is the most ignorant thing a person can do as far as their immediate environment. Uh, and we, we humans, we are destroying ourselves. We're destroying the planet we live on because we feel that we have a right to be guardians of the earth and that we can do what we want. And that includes, you know, killing wolves because the one killed a cattle. Right, So now exactly. we go out and slaughter the wolves. So we don't, you know, the problem is integrating into the environment that the, you know, animals inhabited prior to us, you know, yeah, building homes and and creating our personal space on their terrain, and unfortunately, I mean, like with coyotes, you know, people are very uh, negative towards coyotes because they kill pets. However, the coyotes were here first, so we have to adapt somewhat. Yeah. We, we should adapt. Pets. You know, don't you leave, leave them, them outside. Don't leave them outside. Yeah. You know, you know, unless you're supervising them. Be sensible. And now they want to mine Death Valley. They want to do all kinds of things because, of course, we need to rape the earth so that we benefit from it. And God forbid, but so what? Okay, we'll take our hats well, off, put them over our hearts, and say goodbye to the to species of animals. Well, it's that's just, it's not only you know, that. We'll keep two in the zoo. You know, what's happening in the Ukraine and, and with the oil crisis here, the skyrocketing gas prices, now we're not able to get oil and, and you know, from sources that we had prior to this conflict. And now we're talking about, you know, drilling more here in yeah. the United States and destroying, you know, destroying our natural habitat or and natural in, land. In Ukraine, not even turning it into a graveyard, but bodies are mutilated, execution style. People, women are raped in front of their children. People, people are bound and, and shot. Tongues are pulled out because they won't give information. I mean, the, the atrocity and the brutality of Putin's uh, 
regime and what he's doing is another, isn't that wonderful? What a, what, you know, like Louis Armstrong says, but life is a wonderful world. It's a wonderful I don't world. think so. No. I don't think so. And if people think we're being overzealous over the idea that, well, come on, calm down. No, no, not over something like this. Maybe over the prices at Vons, you can calm down because you're mad yeah. you're paying, you know, Probably. $4 for a loaf of bread. But these are atrocities that are occurring on our planet. And if we don't just signal out Ukraine. We've got Armenians. We've got yeah, exactly. Jews, we've got Thank everybody. You. Well, there's the place where we, you know, the places the United States don't have personal interests like oil and, and, you know, world dominance or, you know, competition for world dominance, because obviously Russia and China are allies and a threat to our, uh, you know, a threat to the United States. China even more. But we, yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, there are conflicts in other areas where our, we don't have special interests and we don't care. So, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, I think we're, hypocritical in many aspects well you know there isn't there is there is not perfection on the earth and and the whole world is filled with deep-rooted wounds right so this sometimes self-inflicted this brings me up this brings up the point that i have a bet with a caller jennifer for a case of verner's (laughs) because we talked about you know whether some miracle is going to occur she said, oh, you know, she thinks the miracle is going to occur on the earth. So I said, okay, let's have a bet. And right now, I just want to point out that I am winning. <laughs> well, I'm winning that bet. Know, I'm into, I want that case of Werner. I'm into uh, miracles. I don't mind miracles. No, they're good. But as far as this conversation, having, we're talking about miracle whip as opposed to mayonnaise. This is not, there, are, there is not going to be a sudden parting of the clouds and Louis Armstrong and his trumpet is going to herald in Jesus, and he's going to come down and go, okay, okay, knock it off. Here I am. Who, who said, don't talk, no talking. And nothing like that is, is going to happen right now, not in this immediate moment. Let's give a five-second silence, see if Jesus comes. Ah, he didn't show up. Okay, <laughs> so I don't think he's going to show up soon, and that's not too... Um, attack the principles of Revelation and the New Testament and all that. It's just to say we've got to, we're stewards of our planet. Now, when the biblical God said that, he didn't mean, hey, screw it up. This is wonderful. I mean, pollution in, in pollution started in biblical terms in the Garden of Eden. Okay, so maybe that's just today's trash. You throw it away because it's nonsense, it's fable, it's whatever. But when we look at what's happening today, there are no fables going on. There's no nonsense going on. We're in dire shape here of consequences if we continue to act the way this is. Of course, there's the voices of humanity. And we have wonderful, the Red Cross just saved a lot of uh, uh, evacuate people from Ukraine and around the world we have people struggling to save people to uh, to save animals and to uh, understand that our planet is in trouble and we've got to roll up our sleeves so when we get into roll up our sleeves it's interesting you mentioned the Red Cross Red yeah. Cross because you know, they, yeah, you, you donate blood. Get vaccinated. No, 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 donate blood. Donate oh, blood. Donate blood. <laughs> to uh, the Red Cross. I wasn't yeah. talking about the vaccine. 
<laughs> talking about donating oh, blood. Donate blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's who you donate blood to. Red Cross. Um, but, you know, I, I, we're, we're on a tangent here, and we're far from the attitude of being, you know, meditative and, and karmic and the journey of the soul through time and space. And let's talk about the astral realm and mm, let's do our prayer. <laughs> you're, you know. you're in a mood today. <laughs> well, in a mood. But, well, uh, you know, um, I read the paper. Wait, I almost quote. threw up. Okay. I, reading the paper, if it isn't bombarded by advertisements, which takes up the content of the news. Yeah, you're very disappointed with the LA Times uh, in recent years. Yeah, okay, so. But, you know, the. The, the tidbits they managed to get in there that isn't about Sally winning the flower contest. <laughs> uh, the, the content that they do give and reporting has severely uh, been compromised over the years. But when we talk about the world's condition, and the LA Times is hardly a representation of good journalism, but when we talk about the attitude of our world situation and we try to ignore it because the voices of oppression should be stifled is, I think, the wrong approach. And once in a while, we devote our show when we don't have a caller to not just giving, you know, heavenly advice, but we have to get into the attitude that we are in a world that's, that's very troublesome. And we need to understand the, uh, the, that the, not just communication has been corrupted, but the very idea of humanity has been corrupted. I mean, there are people out there who are trying to have a voice for sexuality, gender, and we're trying to stifle that. And again, the stifling of identity is always a problem, whether it's with the blacks, the Chinese, the Irish, the Jews, the Catholics. There's, there's, there's a terrible note in human consciousness that says we are drawing a line between what's acceptable and not acceptable. And all the unacceptables, all the deviants, quote, unquote, must be silenced or eliminated. Can't be heard. Just like they're trying to cover up the bodies in, uh, in Ukraine by burning them, burning them in piles. That's lovely. Thinking that that's going to hide the, and then saying it's staged. Well, come on. We, we have to understand where, where conspiracy and fables get knocked out of the ring because realism has not left our consciousness. So we're, I'm sorry. I haven't, I haven't, me who's into conspiracies, I haven't um, delved into any conspiracy theories about the Ukraine. I mean, I know there's controversy well, the about Russians the whole motivation. The Russians yeah, but it's interesting to me because they did say something about, I don't know, it was probably a month and a half, two months ago prior to the Ukraine um, conflict. And it was about Russian propaganda. And they were saying on the World News Tonight that there were these false flag operations happening. And, and you know, Russia's has these victims of crimes that are fake, they're actors, they're crisis actors. And I was laughing because I thought, you know, Russia is not the first kind of country to, uh, to uh, have false flags. We're guilty of it too. But anyway. Well, we're all, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, you, people can stand up and we, we have atrocities, including what we did to the American, uh, Native Americans. Americans, right. Uh, that is horrendous. 
and African Americans. But when we talk about the current news and the terrible, the most terrible war crimes being committed, where they're cutting off limbs, slashing throats, women are being raped in front of their children, and the Russians will say, "Oh, come on, that's all staged." No, it is not. It is. It might be staged to the extent that the Earth is a stage. But the, All the, world the is content the is not, this is not drama. This is reality. So we have to consider that. And on our show, we're putting out special prayer. And, and for people out there uh, suggesting that everyone play a part, we're trying to play a part in promoting the idea of realism on a show that deals with supernaturalism. So we're trying to understand the, the conference and the, the compromise between talking the astral realm, you know, soul and spirit, and then coming down to a level of reality where we do not want to use our opportunity to say something and be unheard or lose the opportunity to bring awareness to our world, even though in the United States we're sort of tucked away in a safe, safe pillowcase from a lot of the crime. Although at the Capitol, we've had crime. Our crime is around us. Well, and, it, and it's there. And it's, it's going to remain, but we've got to keep ourselves humane. Well, it's very sad because so much is being destroyed in, 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 in the way of history, uh, historical landmarks. Um, there are many Holocaust landmarks that were destroyed yeah. in this. And now I'm reading that Tchaikovsky's house was destroyed. Yeah. And the whole city that he, where he composed his first symphony destroyed. Horrendous. I mean, it's just, yeah. That's Horrendous. Really Hospitals bombed. Uh, I mean, it's so a nightmare. When, you know, I think for our listeners. And, and take, just, go ahead. Sorry, and just to further, I mean, you know, this is not only about the destruction of what is, you know, what was previously existing as far as structures but i mean we're talking about long-term effect on our planet the 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 ecosystem because of this i mean you know these nuclear plants that have been destroyed you know the burning of the bodies the the you know the pollution that's occurring i mean it's it's going to be you know hundreds of years to recover well you know like martin luther king said and like that character, I can't remember, in uh, Network, when he said, uh, I can't take it anymore. I'm not going to take it anymore about all the crime and violence going on. Take a moment to get in touch with your soul. And when you do, take that meditative moment to do that. At least, if nothing else, send out a prayer to the universe, to the world, that, uh, that this wound... This this abrasion, this this stabbing of the of humanity, be stopped across the entire planet. I mean, at least at least the attempt for those who are couch potatoes <laughs> will will they people will understand. Maybe the universe will, will will listen. Maybe that miracle will occur, and we'll have to give Jennifer a damn bottle of burners. No, okay. Oh, a case, you idiot. And do you know how expensive it is for us? It's a lot cheaper for her because she lives 
in you know You're right kidding. at the border. Okay, it's, she should. It should be like one case from us and six cases from, from her. her. Yeah. So the uh, listeners, send donations to the show, please. <laughs> we will accept any donation at this point. Um, the more the merrier. But uh, but anyways, we uh, can't even get Verner's here. It sucks. No, it used to be quite the. Everybody was I can't believe about we it. both had Verners in our lives. It's, you know, one of the one of the hallmarks of a twin soul relationship is Verners. Well, the she guy that experienced the Verner soda in childhood. The guy that sang the Dr. Pepper song. I saw him yesterday singing about Verners on the corner. No, oh, interesting. Uh, he had a whole course of groceries. You know, the groceries, the grocery employees went on strike. Oh, they did and finally. They compromised and and won something. Everybody here in California, so we can't cross the lines. You know those. Of those stores, yeah. I don't think it's appropriate. You know, we should boycott. We should. Even then, though um, some of those checkers are certainly not the embodiment of of friendliness and, uh, you know, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? What is the word that I'm looking for? What? No, not a synonym for friendliness. I'm just thinking, you know, they're not the best hosts or, you know, they yeah. don't roll out the welcome mat at the at the grocery store. Right. Some well, of the grocery stores yeah. we go to, yeah. some are better than others. Okay. Yeah, don't yeah. think it's a good idea to cross picket lines. Uh, it's regardless. either customer service or customer sluggishness. <laughs> you know, it's one of the two. I don't know what word I was looking for, but anyway, perhaps by Friday I'll remember it. Yeah, tune in. It's exciting. <laughs> There's something, yeah, exactly. You know, we've we've created uh, an atmosphere of tension and excitement leading yeah. up to this, uh, they, this, this Friday like show. In the <laughs> okay, all right, we are back on the air on Friday, so hold on to your seats, folks. It's going to be a wild ride. Until then, uh, have a great couple of days. Bye bye.